Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Each week, Veterans Voice will begin with a story from one of our veterans about his or her experiences in the military. We want to thank these veterans for sharing these stories with us. Call in and share your experience, 781-837-4900. And now, a voice from one of our veterans. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We'll uh, we, we, we have an ongoing discussion here. We're all right uh, I know we don't have time, know, don't have time to do this show tonight. Go uh, listen to uh, whatever you guys want. We're fighting. Right yeah, now. we 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 have to Just we have to take a break. Yeah. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five at the prompt. Press one. Because yeah. because we're busy. We're we're busy. Uh, welcome everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here on a. Uh, Kind of a, a different kind of night. Um, who knew that uh, the the events of the last week were gonna were gonna play out the way they did? And uh, boy, Chuck, it just seemed like uh, uh, there's nothing good that's coming out of uh, Afghanistan right now, other than us pulling out, as we were discussing, might be overall a good thing, but it's a tough pill to swallow. Absolutely. You know, a lot of the vets are having a very hard time. We're getting some feedback here. <clears throat> you know, they haven't they're having a hard time dealing with it. You know? Yeah. Those those that served over there that lost 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 uh lost their friends over there, parents that lost their children over there, uh the government themselves, you know, come on. You, you didn't do this the right way. They could have done it the right way, and veterans, the Vietnam vets are having a hard time. It's, are they? Yeah, they. They. A lot of triggers. Flashing back. A lot of triggers for them. Yeah. You know, watching the two helicopters next to each other, Saigon, Afghanistan. Yeah. Reminding them of when they pulled out of Vietnam like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, the National Veterans Crisis Line, the calls have been upscale. Have they? They've been. Mm. The numbers have been going through the roof. Vets just wanting to talk, you know, at the hospital, you know, with the with the groups. Uh, vets want to talk about it. It's like, okay, it's your group. Let it out. Throw everything into the pit. Well, you know, and and we try to look at it both always, but in twenty years we've lost thousands of of men and women have have have. Given they laid their lives on the line, absolutely terrible conditions, and and uh, you know, uh, so as you said, so many uh, battle buddies were lost. Yep. Um, kids are coming home missing pieces. Yep. Um, they'll never be the same. And now you look back. Although it, the mission was to get o Obama. Um, Osama. Osama. Yeah. yeah, close, close. Yeah. Was was to get Bin Laden. But, you know, you know, you have to remember this also. You've had you've had vets that have done two, three, four, five. I've got a cousin that did six tours between Iraq and Afghanistan. Wow, wow. six tours. Oh my God. He's out now. He's retired. He just retired not long ago. How can he? What, what's his mental state when he comes back after a sixth tour, Chuck? Luckily, he's gotten a lot of help. He, you know, he's doing fine. Yeah. You know, uh, Stevie's doing real well, you know, but... Boy, that's really good. It's like six tours. Stevie, you got 25 years in the Marine Corps. Get out. Yeah, yeah. Six, Now's the time. Six tours or something. We just got off a conference call with Red Cross with, I think it was Colonel Bagwell who was involved in all that. And um, Red Cross, the um, Reconnection Workshop crew, that whole um, Heroes Network is all completely geared up for the, for this events that are happening so they're working with the families of the of the uh, caregivers they are online today and and just what chuck said everything is completely escalated but red cross is geared up for it and um that's redcross.org hero care um group yeah the va sent out the va sent out this huge uh email 
with all the different resources yeah. that are available. Yeah, that went to, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you know, the Red Cross was on there. You had uh, Rubicon that oh, was yeah. over. Yeah. You know, just trying to get the vets involved. Yeah. Like, get them involved in doing something. Sure. You know, instead of just hanging out. It's everything that you've been talking about, Chuck. The people who were alone in COVID, you know, now maybe starting to get a little better. Now all the triggers happen all over again. So it was kind of just reach out to the people who are especially yep. alone and get them involved in something. Right. It's, you know, so uh, Hingham Coffee that was going to start tomorrow at the... Uh, Peniman Hill or something. Peniman Hill uh, S- Senior Living Center. Uh, they called me today and... Uh, this is off the subject because of the, the COVID well, you got numbers. to announce it because nobody knows, yeah. They postponed because, it. Yeah, yeah. and, and this, they're afraid of the numbers, and the vets themselves were afraid of people coming in right now because of the COVID numbers. So, you know, this nice lady there uh, gave me a call and said, do you think we I said, absolutely. She didn't tell yeah. Keith, though, because we were all going back and forth with Keith. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> so we announced it, that Hingham, Hingham Coffee... Tomorrow, the third Friday of the month, is canceled. It's yeah. Well, tomorrow's canceled. Tomorrow's it's postponed. Thank you. It's postponed. So Dave Irwin, don't show up. Yeah, it's so, postponed probably until October, and, or at least until the numbers start coming down. Yeah. You know. Yikes. Well, Jen uh, and Jen, welcome to the show tonight. A surprise, yeah. uh, surprise guest. Uh, Popped in. As we're talking about all of this, uh, uh, is your group? seeing an uptick now in in people kind of questioning uh what's going on and what was it all for and um my group specifically no you know it's been a week so i really haven't heard anything um we're definitely posting things on facebook about how to reach out you know what you what those veterans did over there you did well when you were there because I, i hear that a lot of people feel like they did nothing over there with everything going on. Um, but I do know Mass 211, yep. which is one of the crisis lines, has had a huge uptick as well. Well, and, and the veterans have made a great difference in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's the, that's the point that, that Susan would made when she did the documentary over there. With the American support there, women now, like there's a woman in charge of Red Crescent over there now, there's women in charge of everything, and that was because the American soldiers were there. They did their part, and as they said, it's not going completely back to the old way, and, and the women have really been transformed over there. And Susan made a, she was actually crying when she said it, that they made a gigantic difference over in Afghanistan, that we made a huge difference that's not just going to disappear. So it was not all for naught. It wasn't. We no, it was. No, there was a, there was, there is a lasting presence it's yeah. just a bitter pill to swallow yeah, right tough. now uh you know we spent all that time and uh right. in, in all of that hey we got us we we, we got them we, right. we we got bin laden and uh that should as you said earlier chuck all right let's 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 get out now uh right. and let the taliban and uh ghani that uh, uh you know, from the, afghanistan the, the, vets battle that, it out. the vets that lost their you know their battle buddies over there you know they they're just Outrage because it's why did my friend have to die then? Yeah, you know what he die for? If we're just gonna pack up everything, well, leave a lot of stuff for the Afghan army that just mm-hmm. surrendered. You know, no mas, no mas, like the famous boxer said. And now, now, now Taliban has all that equipment. Yeah, they, they funny. Was, yeah, they were showing it today. I'm saying, are you kidding me? They've got everything that we left the Afghan army. Now they have it. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Well, let's uh, take a break here. Let's take our first break here, Kenny, and we'll regroup. And uh, after these break, after a couple of messages, we'll come back to uh, discuss more of the uh, this amazing pullout in the aftermath. And uh, boy, what 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 will the next few months bring uh, to to that to that region? Uh, Hope it all goes well and there's uh, a, a minimal uh, loss of life. But take it away, Kenny. We'll be back uh, after these messages. Mallory, this has been like the best worst summer ever. Why do you say that, Jeffrey? The weather. Oh, the yeah, weather. the weather. Mm-hmm. The boat sure looks great in the backyard. 
the retro 1987 Quadrajet 350 Mark Cruiser? That's not currently working. Hmm. What about playing your cousin's golf tournament? <laughs> it did not stop raining all the day. entire day. Well, Jeff, at least it was close to the new Brennan Smoke Shop in Hudson, New Hampshire. Ah, uh, that's what makes it the best worst summer ever. Hudson, New Hampshire, Brennan Smoke Shop. Your pal Joe Healy just installed the signs. My pal from high school, mass sign and decal. Well, this is New England, and honestly, I thought commuting to New Hampshire every day in the rain was going to be a big deal, but it's really not that far. It's really not that bad of a ride. It's really not that long of a ride to tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best smoke shop in the world. Customers must be 21 years of age or older, and as always, proper ID is required. Have a better summer. Nice. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Here we're going to uh, take a quick detour uh, as we're talking about the, uh, the Afghanistan uh, occurrences. Uh, uh, yeah, we have a friend of ours, uh, uh, a veteran, uh, uh, coming in to talk about uh, the great work that he does with the Prom Angels and uh, Kevin McKenna. Well, what do you got going on, kid? How you doing, Greg? We got a golf tournament coming up on October 1st at the Pembroke Country Club. And this is to benefit next year's prom that's going to hopefully be in place with this craziness going on in the world. And right now we, uh, we've got openings for about 20 people. Okay. The cost is uh, $600 a foursome or $150 for a single. And we also have a helicopter. If we get 100 balls sold, uh, it's going to be 100 bucks a piece. And if your lucky number goes in the hole, you win $3,000. Very nice. Okay, Very I also nice. have something special. We're going to have six of the Super Bowl trophies there, too. So if you want to get your picture taken and you don't golf, you can come by and get your picture taken for $10, and Staples will be there, and they'll give you a thumb drive so you can get your Christmas pictures taken, and they'll give you a 50% discount. And and this is all for the Prom Angels, Kevin, that you every spring you yes. run a great event. Uh, uh, what, what, what's the Prom Angels about? Okay, well, well for the last thir- 13 years, we've been doing proms for our special needs community. We have people ranging in ages between 16 to 70 years of age that live all over the state of Massachusetts, primarily a lot in the South Shore. And what we end up doing is uh, we do fundraising event through the year, and then when we get ready for the prom about a couple of weeks before, the ladies all go out and get fitted for the prom dresses. Gentlemen go get some free tuxedos that are donated. And then uh, the day of the prom, they have three, we have three hair salons, two in Pembroke and one in Hanover. They give the ladies free updos. And then the, the day of the prom, we have about 100 hot rod cars and classic cars, members from the Spindles and the Lugnuts. Wow. They're wow. in the parking lot of the Longhorn Restaurant, and they pick up all the all the people, and they bring them with a state police escort and a Pembroke police and a Hanover police escort to the Pembroke Country Club. And upon arrival, we have a giant red carpet rolled out there for them, and we have two professional photographers that take their pictures, and then they go inside, and they sit down, and they get their formal picture taken. Then they have dinner prepared from, from Longhorn Restaurant. And then they have dessert from Katina Meister Bakery. Then I have a band, and I have a, I have a um, DJ. And if the parents or caregivers can leave their loved ones alone, yep. they get to walk across the street to the parking, lo- parking lot and go in the clubhouse. Wow. And we have an wow. Italian buffet dinner for them and a comedy show and raffle prizes. Spectacular. And this is just... Yeah, I, that's... I, I love doing this. I mean, I was a cop for 25 years. And I get more enjoyment out of doing this than I ever did being a cop. I, I know you do, and, and we love supporting you. And uh, I'm, I'm, we're going to have a foursome there. Uh, we haven't filled out the whole team yet, but uh, the Veterans Voice will have a... We'll have a we'll have a foursome uh, uh, on duty and and what is it? It's a Friday afternoon. Friday is the afternoon, time. October first. I'm going to have some local celebrities that are going to be there. Okay. My my good friend uh, Jim Lomborg. Oh, very nice. Jimmy's going to be hosting it, and then we also have a f- couple of former hockey players that are going to be there. Uh, let me see. I got to bring up their names here. Okay, we have uh, Chris Collins who used to play for the Bruins. Yeah. Dougie Smith who used to play for the Montreal. Uh, they know him for. Most famously, probably because of that movie that he was made in, The Goon, and Glenn Featherstone is going to be there. Excellent, excellent. So uh, we're hoping to, you know, fill it up. If anybody wants to make a donation or make a donation of a raffle item or a silent auction item, my website is promangels.org, or they can call me uh, at 
uh, 617-529-9166 or email me at kcmckenna at prongangels.org. We need all the support we can get. We've got a lot of great prizes right now, but we can always use more. Sounds great. And people could show up and just kind of watch and maybe get their photograph taken. Yep, they, they, get their photograph they don't have taken. to play necessarily. No, but they can also buy raffle tickets if they want and just put the name and number down. And uh, it'll be a great day. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Well, once again, Kevin, that was going to be Friday, October 1st. Uh, Check-in time is at 11.30. We're teeing off at 1 o'clock. Beautiful. 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 Well, Kevin, thanks for coming in and sharing with us. I hope uh, this, this helps out a little bit. And our show is going to be rebroadcast on Tuesday nights now. So we'll get a okay. second play at all this. And, uh, uh, and it's going to be archived. So hopefully we'll get some more folks listening uh, and we'll be signing up with you. Fantastic. I look forward to coming in and doing this in a couple of weeks again. All right, Kevin. Ab- uh, come on in. You know the door's always open. Great. God bless. And I'll leave this. For- Ke- Kevin, you know the Veteran Voice crew, not only can't we play golf, we don't even look good in front of the Super Bowl trophies. So if you come and you get next to us, you'll look better. Okay. Well, so there's can your incentive. You, can, can you drink? I'm, we're very I, good at we're that. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> we're, All right. we're scratch at that. Yeah, yeah, we're scratch. All we're right, scratch. fantastic. All right, Kevin, be very, be very well, kid. Take care. You guys okay. Yeah, that was uh, Kevin McKenna from Angels. Uh, great group, uh, you know, here doing just doing the right thing and uh, doing the right thing for, for, for many years with the, uh, with, with the work that he does. But... Uh, that was a little bit of a of a of a of a side thing. Uh, we support Kevin and his uh, and his tournament every year. So now I have to get three excellent players that'll carry and me. Now with you know, with all the madness going on in the world, it's it's, it's good to take a little side note and, and hear something good going on. Yeah. You know, for a great cause. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Bring some enjoyment to those that couldn't go to a prom at one time in their life. And, and Pembroke Country Club does a great job. Yeah, I'm sure they do. The Roenick family uh, uh, has, has has sponsored that event for years. So, let me let me just go off track here for another thing. Sure. Wolfie, who dressed you today? You got two different socks on. That goes back um, yeah. 65 years. <laughs> I, I Listen, there's yeah, no the question. The same. I remember growing up it's in Boston a- seeing kids with the two different socks on. Yeah, that was different. And yeah, it was a little different. No, no. I'm on the other side of that spectrum. You sure? <laughs> Way on the other Two side. Two different socks. Yeah, that's wow. tradition. I didn't even notice. You didn't notice? Yeah, First thing I noticed when he walked notice. in the room. Yeah, that goes back to uh, Greenwich Village days. <laughs> that was well earned. Yeah. yeah. That was hard earned. <laughs> well, well. I, I, you sure it didn't go back to Woodstock? <laughs> that was before Woodstock when we were in Greenwich Village. That was way before. That was fun. So, so that, that's why everyone picks on me. I'd like someone to just to call in to defend me, you know. I need some help here. They're all ganging up on me. Well, Listen, I'll defend you when you get your hair cut. Oh, geez, high and tight and long and loose. Yeah. And now Jen used to be my friend. She got so fancy at, at the Hall Board of Selectmen's meeting, she doesn't even talk to me when I come in the building. <laughs> no. She did some really no, good stuff yesterday. She skated right around you, didn't well, she? Yeah. You know, she mentioned your name, and they almost threw her out. Yeah. Yeah, I said, no, said, say you don't First like me. I said, wait, I a minute, said, wait Babcock? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. already have a Babcock. There's one's They're enough. Like, yeah, I'm related. Yeah, Babcock and, and a wolf. I said, That's Wolfie, tough. And they're like, yeah, no, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, anyway. So, what were you uh, in, in how far, Jen? Um, with September coming up, September is National Suicide Awareness Month. And we try and get all the towns within Plymouth County to declare Suicide Prevention Day, which is September 10th. And it also falls in with National Suicide Prevention Day. But the entire month is actually an awareness month. We try to get the towns to declare that they support us. And I was there to receive the, the first proclamation from Plymouth, one town in Plymouth County. And then they allowed me to speak and talk about what we do in the communities. Very nice. It was very nice. Very nice. And so you're yeah. traveling around now. and uh... Next week, Kingston. I got Wareham, Marion, Plymouth. That's like Paris, Rome, Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, close. I was thinking Romania, Yugoslavia. <laughs> you know, I no, got to stay on the dark side. Anything to get the word out there. Yeah, that was a good job. Round of applause. That was a great job. Good Perfect. job, Jenny. No, and 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 Jen. So, and, and what does the what does the town do to support uh, your, your efforts? They're gonna. Are they gonna? Are they do a proclamation? Do they put it up in the town bulletin board? 
what 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 does a town do to 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 support your efforts for the for the day? Um, well, last night's show was televised, so I'm sure it will be replayed in I don't know how often and how it's replayed. Yeah, regularly. But it yeah. also makes awareness. Actually, it was interesting at the end of the proclamation. There's a couple bullet bullet points on there about what the statistics are, and at the very end, one of the selectmen was saying he never knew that especially when we talk about it's the second leading cause of death of ages between 15 and 24 and it's the tenth leading cause of death in the united states less than homicide wow less than motor vehicle accidents wow in or i should say more more, more. more. I, it's the other way around yeah. there's more you know but people don't realize that so hopefully that will be my foot in the door to get into the school systems. Hell is not a town that we have really um, touched base with. We've trained a couple of the police when they've come to other trainings that we do, either in like Cohasset or Situate. But I'm hoping to work more with the um, Board of Health and we'll see if we can maybe do a community night and have folks come out and see what we do. Is it? You know, the, the, the selectmen you said didn't realize the, the numbers of 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 the suicides and is it because the news is not identifying a lot of the death suicides is, is, is you, you, do you understand the yeah. kind of the point I'm I'm, I'm getting at because I'm losing it yeah, no they're not reported that's yeah. and it's not that they're not reported he doesn't talk about it unless it's a celebrity but in my time of talking to them for 20 minutes, even before the meeting, two of them were affected by suicide. Oh, absolutely. Just going to say, Hull is not unscathed by right. that. You know, we get to see all that. In a very recent one, sadly. And you're, and you're right. It doesn't go into yeah. the, the newspaper as such. Right. right. You know, it's and just I, and I understand privacy and all that, yep. but it's kind of like a hidden secret. Yeah, it's that yeah. stigma. People don't want to talk about it. No. Right. Oh, they get a suicide in their family. Right. Oh, yeah. the what? Oh, oh, we something you yeah. know i i just lost a, a, a good friend of ours out in chicago uh great kid great kid seemingly had everything and just went went off the deep end a, a, a few just months ago it. just just couldn't take it was uh you know we're all we're all touched by it unfortunately some of us uh more more than once but kenny and that's, why don't, and that's you know that's why we're reaching out to the vets you know especially now after afghanistan you know so they don't go down that path right so they don't go down that road you know uh call them the the 1-800 number 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press one vets need to know that they can call that just to talk yeah. you don't you don't have to be have su suicidal thoughts just you to just talk. want just want to talk to somebody and they can text 741-741. Right. I just try to get the vets to talk because yeah. I'm not a text person. And something like that that's floating around out there, it's so much better to talk. talk right. You know, to get it out. You can't get it out on a text message. It's, it's tough to discern levels of angst over a text. Right. A voice you can hear. Absolutely. You can right. hear the crackle in the voice, the inflection of no question. Of, of, you, of you can you can feel it, especially to train people right. and answer those calls. Right. Especially they can, yep. they they can they do a world of good. But at this time, Kenny, why don't we take a halftime break here, kid, and uh, we'll take a break for our sponsors. We'll come back to uh, talk some more about uh, the pains that we're all feeling tonight and the questions uh, that are running through our mind. Uh, is this like Vietnam all over again? Thanks, Kenny. Uh, take it away. We'll be back after these messages. Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. What is AA? 
Alcoholics Anonymous is an international fellowship of people who have had a drinking problem. It is non-professional and self-supporting. AA is multiracial, apolitical, and available almost everywhere. There are no age or education requirements. Membership is open to anyone who wants to do something about their drinking problem. For more information, literature, and videos about Alcoholics Anonymous, and to find a meeting near you, visit aa.org. Alcoholics Anonymous has a solution. The newest Quirk dealership is now open. Quirk Kia in Marshfield. And buying a new Kia has never been easier or more convenient. Schedule a test drive at quirkkiamarshfield.com or just come in and browse. Quirk has over 250 Kias in stock. And visit the Quirk Kia service department for service, maintenance, tires, or whatever your car needs. Quirk works for you. Head to Quirk Kia, 923 Plain Street in Marshfield, off Route 3 at the new Exit 27. Or visit quirkkiamarshfield.com. Quirk works This is Chris Atwood from 95.9 WATD. Join me tomorrow night from 6.15 to 10 p.m. for The Alternative, when we flash back to 70s punk, 80s new wave, 90s Britpop, and new music from today. The Alternative, tomorrow night from 6.15 to 10 p.m. on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, hosting tonight's Veterans Voice Show with a with a heavy ear here in the studio where uh, we're facing this reality of uh, a 20-year war coming to an end. And uh, 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 Chuck and I were talking. Uh, Chuck, it's bringing back a lot of, uh, a, a lot of bad uh, memories for a lot of uh, uh, vets, uh, obviously, that you've been talking about. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, like I said, it's not... Uh-oh, the bat phone's ringing. That's all right. We, we don't... That's beyond my yeah. capability. your pay grade. We, we don't press buttons. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, it's it's the Vietnam vets. You know, it's the Beirut vets. It's the Grenada vets. You know, it it it's all veterans because we're all, all a brotherhood. You know, we're all together in this. To see this happen... To the greatest country in the world to just take off again, you know, like they did in Vietnam, you know, just okay, that's it, we're out of here, you know. The Vietnam vets are just having flashbacks about yeah. what they went through, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's 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 difficult. Oh, it's it's difficult to digest it. I'm torn. I'm looking at it. I'm seeing both sides of uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're looking at both sides of the equation. Right. And and right now, I think that Doctor Joe is out there somewhere uh, talking about the equation. Doctor, uh, are you out there, my friend? His presence. Do we have Doctor Joe? I'll introduce my way. The Doctor Joe show. I'm sorry. How did I do? Doctor Joe is right here. Oh, oh, Dr. Good. Joe, welcome. Thanks for calling in tonight, my friend. How are you tonight? Did you like my introduction? Uh, are you? I, I thought it was great, Wolfie. It was oh, really geez. great. I, I, I think Mark may be a little bit nervous. Uh, yeah, tell him to watch out. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. So uh, I'm, I'm listening to what you guys are talking about. It's, it's such an important topic. How is everybody doing in there with all this? Well, you know, Chuck has, uh, you know, been been really kind of leading the way uh, from his Beirut experiences, and uh, you know, all of us uh, are old enough here that we remember the helicopters pulling out of Saigon, and uh, you know, Chuck is saying that the uh, the um, you know that the that the Vietnam vets are maybe taking it maybe as bad, if not maybe a little bit more boisterous. Would you say, Chuck? Oh, absolutely, boisterous with anger, mm. a lot of anger. So how do yeah. we displace that anger, Doctor? Well, remember, anger is an emotion designed to change things. We get angry when we want somebody to do something different, start doing something or stop doing something. So I think it would be great if people could explore what was it that they wanted to see different. I think, you know, for for them to see these helicopters and be reminded of everything, they have to understand what's happening in their brains. It's the memory part of the brain. It sounds so silly, but that memory part has such an enormous influence over us because it's part of our survival. If we didn't remember things that were potentially dangerous, we would be lunch. So we remember these things. They, they come out at certain times. 
and now is one of them. And, and Doctor, are you are you seeing some angst amongst uh, uh, people that you're talking to uh, through your daily course of activities right now? Absolutely, we're we're seeing a, a lot of of anxiety, a lot of worry, a lot of anger, a lot of concern about what's happening in our global community, and and of course, you know, we're not there. So there's a hope that the Taliban will be different, but you know. We don't know, and and we're not going to talk about the politics of it as much about the fear of it. You know, how do we maintain our human dignity in the face of this enormous crisis? How do we protect people? How do we make sure they know that they're safe? I think one of the main differences, though, and I hope our, our Vietnam vets and our heroes can hear this, is that the soldiers returning from Afghanistan are not going to be vilified when they get back. They're not going to be told, you're bad people, like, like happened in Vietnam. I, I think it's one of, the, one of the great shames of our country that we did that to those returning soldiers uh, uh, who had given so much. That I don't think will happen here. I don't think that, that the people coming back from Afghanistan who have given their service are going to be seen as anything except heroes perhaps frustrated that, that they've been pulled out but but not that they were doing the wrong thing no i i i, I think you're, you're you're right doctor uh you know when after after 9 11 and we first went into afghanistan to to take care of uh bin laden uh you know we we, we it it seemed like there was a whole change in patriotism back then and, mm-hmm. and and in my mind, the last 20 years, the pendulum has really swung that I think your point is very well taken that those those returning vets from Afghanistan will be welcome home as, as heroes. And, yeah. and and having made a positive influence, maybe they didn't accomplish every every one of the little knockoffs, but they created a, a far safer environment, I think, doctor for a lot of a lot of people in Afghanistan. And I agree, and I think perhaps that that's, that's what you're seeing is, well, let me ask you, is that what you're seeing in, in the vet? Is that their anger? That, that everything that our heroes work for may be undone. Yeah. Is that what they're angry about? Is it, Chuck? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, Joe, you know, I deal with them every day. Yep. You know, uh, but like my two of my PTSD groups are all Vietnam combat vets. And let me tell you, they're ticked off. They are Mm. ticked off because of what happened to them with Vietnam. Now they're seeing it happen to their younger brothers and sisters from from the Afghan war. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they're amazing people. I, I had the, the great honor and privilege of working over the Boston VA, training the adult psychiatry residents, and worked with a lot of those vets and about the trauma and how they're still reliving it. And I, I, you can't ever get over those things, but you have to come to terms with them or they will consume you. There's a real difference. You don't get over it. But you have to come to terms with it. Right. You have and to learn terms, you have to learn to live with it. Yeah, absolutely. And that is part of why Veterans Voice is so important, because it's helping people live with it and not die because of it. Well, Doctor, you're a you're a great influence, uh, certainly in all of uh, the things that we talk about here on the Veterans Voice and uh I, I thank you for calling in. Your 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 opinion means uh, so much to me, and uh, and certainly uh, all my other co-hosts here tonight. So uh, thanks for those words, Doctor. And uh, let's uh, keep in touch. And uh, you know, between COVID and this and that, uh, you know, let's let's maybe uh, pick up a few good stories and uh, talk about some good stories to end the year somehow. I think we'll find them. Thanks so much. Thanks for everything you guys do, all of you. All right, Doctor. Appreciate the service. Thank you. Thank, okay. Thanks Take for calling care. in, my friend. Be well, yep. Joe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye, folks. That's Dr. Joe Schran. He'll be, his show will uh, follow us again tonight, uh, right after we get through here. And I understand we have Charlie on the line. But, Ken, why don't we take our fourth break here? Uh, 
our third break rather, and uh, we'll come back and we'll take Charlie after the uh, after this last break. How's that? Overtime. We now have overtime. We now have overtime. Take it away, there, Kenny. Mallory, this has been like the best worst summer ever. Why do you say that, Jeffrey? The weather. Oh the yeah, weather. the weather. Mm-hmm. The boat sure looks great in the backyard. <laughs> The retro 1987 Quadrajet 350 Mark Cruiser. That's not currently working. Hmm. What about playing your cousin's golf tournament? <laughs> it did not stop raining. All The day. entire day. Well, Jeff, at least it was close to the new Brennan Smoke Shop in Hudson, New Hampshire. Ah, uh, that's what makes it the best worst summer ever. Hudson, New Hampshire, Brennan Smoke Shop. Your pal Joe Healy just installed the signs. My pal from high school, mass sign and decal. Well, this is New England, and honestly, I thought commuting to New Hampshire every day in the rain was going to be a big deal, but it's really not that far. It's really not that bad of a ride. It's really not that long of a ride to tax-free Hudson, New Hampshire. Brennan's Smoke Shop, the best smoke shop in the world. Customers must be 21 years of age or older, and as always, proper ID is required. Have a better summer. It wouldn't be summer at Sullivan Tire without a Grand Slam Tire sale. And boy, this is the one. That's right, Paul. Sullivan Tire is amazing deals you won't find anywhere else. Buy three, get one free on all Yokohama tires in stock. Or buy one and get the second at 50% off. Plus, free installation with the purchase of four Michelin Cross Climate 2 tires. Great deals on other popular tires. See SullivanTire.com. We're always here to get you there. Let's go, you Red Sox. Eligible for TRICARE? It doesn't get better than U.S. Family Health Plan, a terrific TRICARE choice for military families and retirees. You get all the benefits of TRICARE, plus some great extras like chiropractic care and a 24-hour nurse advice line. With U.S. Family Health Plan's large network of civilian physicians and hospitals, it's easy to find a great doctor. It's free for active duty families, and for military retirees, it's very affordable. Find out more at usfamilyhealth.org or call 1-888-815-5510. That's 1-888-815-5510. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, uh, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here as we uh, talk about the... uh, the problems with the uh, the collapse of the Afghanistan government uh, uh, leaving so many lives at peril, uh, both uh, 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 United States uh, uh, embassy uh, folks and uh, and the soldiers, but the millions of of Afghani's that are now going to be in harm's way, and hopefully the Taliban can I don't know are the moderate Talibanians. Uh, there's a new word. There's a new word. Talibanian. Uh, Talibanian. It's like, is that like a Lithuanian? It's, like it's kind of. It's, it's, it's a cousin. It's a Lithuanian that can read and count. <laughs> but, but hopefully, there's some moderates that uh, you know won't 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 send the 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 the, the country. I mean, you know, they they barely. Uh, you know, God bless them. They 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 live in such questionable uh, uh, areas that uh, wow, I, I don't know the how they do it. Even worse. I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. But before we uh, take it too much further, we got uh, Charlie on the line. Charlie, are you out there, buddy? Yes, I am. Uh, and we talked about this show real quickly before you did it, but now that it's going on, it's really hit me. And I echo what Chuck said. Everybody that I work with from veterans to the case veteran case managers it's the same thing I talked to a female vet that was in Kandahar and she was like in shock she goes like you know the guys that I lost and all this stuff so and being a Vietnam era veteran and actually was on my way to be uh, an embassy marine and by the hand of God uh, I didn't get selected I was returned back to what I was supposed to do and thank God, because I would have been uh, on the top roof uh, with uh, Corporal Bennington uh, calling back and saying, hey, you left us. Do you have a helicopter for us on the embassy? That would have been me burning the papers and everything. But also, like you said, and Chuck said with the Vietnam era veterans, it's like this is happening all over again. It's triggering everything. And also, I had an Afghan vet, and I'm sorry to say that and I don't even think I should say this, Chuck. I lost a veteran. I mean, I didn't lose him, uh, but he was lost, death by suicide. And it was—it's really it's still bothering me. And um, 
he's a he was a Native American and it was just a nightmarish thing it still is and then i'm doing the well, i missed the signs i just talked to him just the day before maybe jenny can chime in too i don't know if you call it survivor's guilt or what, what the heck is going through my brain and then all this hit at the same time it's like very 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 troubling and i was a, a military advisor and trainer in iraq and i'll tell you you can't you can train for 20 years you can't train people to want to fight for their country. And the same thing in Afghanistan. My buddy was a trainer there, and he said they don't. They only have the culture is different. You got to remember that they only have. They care about their sect, their family, their village, their extended family. They don't think and God, country, mom's apple pie. And Chuck, you must have seen. Well, no, you had a different group in Lebanon, but it's it's different factions and loyalties and whole different worldview. Don't you think, Chuck? As far as from what we think and how we think. Oh no, oh, there's no question about that, Charlie. Uh, I, I'm sure you've heard me say it before that if we were going into a Muslim section of Lebanon, the Muslim soldiers in the Lebanese army they wouldn't go. And if we go into a Christian pot, the Christian soldiers wouldn't go. They take mm. off for three days and then come back, and everything was hunky dory. It, it just mm. just blew my mind. Wow! And the same thing happened. My buddy in Afghanistan said he trained the guy for a year. He got his certificate and all his pay, and he walked away. <laughs> Took off his uniform and walked out. There's, it's, it's. I mean, I'm trying to look at the whole picture here, and so they had three hundred thousand. I, any advisor, anybody that has trained like you did multiple times with this culture, it's a whole different mind. It's not God, country, mom's apple pie. I'm fighting for liberty. It's just they're fighting for their sect. They're, you know, Sunni, Shia, Pashtun, Kurdu, whatever. It's totally, I can't even explain it. And then when we have our guys coming back and, you know, it's... The, the suicide, I mean, how many? Are we up to 250,000 counting the unreported deaths by suicide? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm just saying all of this is going through all of our minds, I think, the triggers and everything. But I don't know if it's called survivor's guilt, but what do you call it when you start beating yourself up? Why didn't I notice this? I, you know, I was trained. I should spotted this or that. There was no signs, and I feel like I'm responsible. I did something wrong. It's definitely survivor's guilt, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had it for three years. Okay. And you question every little aspect mm. of that person's life or every little aspect that, mm. you know, they may have said to you. And even with training, you mm -hmm. may not catch all those signals. And you can't mm. beat yourself up for it. Um, you know, Chuck, what do we always say? That they, they have such a pain that we can't comprehend that. We cannot understand uh -huh. the pain that they are in. And their way out is to end their pain. Yep, absolutely. Uh -huh. You oh, know what, Charlie? I'll tell you, you, you may never get over it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, by the way, it's, I been 16, it. it's been 16 years since my son took his own life. And, uh, and the, I, I, and, I still have it. You don't. And, I, and what really triggered me was I had this guy graduated from a construction school, an operator school, and I had a Marine sniper who graduated, was on cloud nine. He loved his excavator. He got a job. And after a month, they found him two days later. So it's not only this, it's related to there's another vet that I had the training and of course it's not related, but it is because it one triggers the other. And, you know, it's the worst part about my job, I have to say, without without even hesitation, that's the worst thing. And I, when I feel like I lost a bet and, you know, I didn't lose him, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, it sucks, that's all, you know. One thing you have to remember though, Charlie, is to take time for yourself. And, yeah. And we, do that a lot you have to take the self-care to help yourself heal yeah well but then you get the chucks in the rut too you got another 10 vets you gotta help out it's, yeah. It's, yeah. you know i got like 450 people on my caseload they're not all active 
but they always come back, and I don't want to lose somebody. And they tell me, why are you taking calls on the weekend? I said, it's a job. It's my duty. I can't. I don't know if that vet's in crisis or we lost uh, a no- phone number, you know, so I can't just, I don't know what I'm going to get when I answer the phone. And Charlie. You know, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. Don't answer the phone. Don't, uh, do, I know. don't, don't, don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even bring my work cell phone home with me anymore. Mm. I leave it locked mm. up in my desk when I walk out of the hospital. I don't bring it home. It's, it's yeah. self-care. You know what? Mm. Because if they're yeah. in crisis, they can call the crisis line. They mm. don't need to call you. They need to call a professional to get the help mm. that they really need. And you need mm. to take care of yourself. Go out there to yeah. your little farm in Green Acres, hang out with the <laughs> pigs and the chickens, you know, and just, you know, look at the pretty bu- look at the pretty bunny rabbits running around. Do something for yourself. Mm. He, he does. Yeah, Charlie does. You know what he does? He goes and helps another vet. Yeah. That that, but, that that's his idea but, of, of of going out and and relaxing. I go from the it's, fair it's to not, here. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself, Charlie, because nobody else no, is going to take care point. of you, kid. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we're the worst patients. You know, <laughs> we are. You know, and and I know it. It just I don't know. It's that you know mission that. You know, and I do love it. I love the good. It's not all gloom and doom. I mean, when that vet calls me, said I got the job, and thanks, I couldn't have done it without, or this or that, or I, I send a, 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 I had a major in Texas, and he goes, my wife's got COVID, a bilateral lung, the worst they've ever seen. I've got five kids still at home, and I can't work, and blah blah blah. So I hooked them up with, uh, with, with the people there for SSVF. I said, hey, you don't have to worry about arrearages or your utility bill. I said, you need a hand up, not a hand out. Once you stabilize and your wife stabilizes, then you can, but you can't hold a job with it without the home front being taken care of. So, you know, those are the kind of things that really they're fulfilling and, and it's not all negative. I'm just saying this is the worst side of the of it because I get, and Greg and all you guys and Jen and Wolfie too. Uh, get a lot of uh, you. You give a lot, but you get a lot back. You know what I mean when you're giving them the food and they're thanking you. Give them a warm coat in the winter, and you see that smile on their face. So it kind of makes it, it it balances out. But I agree. I gotta I gotta take time for myself. You gotta put the mask on yourself before you put it on the child. And the, on the, when they you got a decompression, you know. So that's what I think I'm going through right now. All right, thank you. I don't want to take too much time uh, of you guys. And uh, have a good, strong closing, and I'll be listening in, all right? All right, Charlie. Thanks a lot for calling in, and be strong, brother. You know we are. Yep. We all love you, Charlie, yep. so take care of yourself. All right, bye-bye. All right, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie's a little uh, little, little, little despondent tonight, more, more so than normal. Um, Charlie was affected tonight. Yeah, you know what? It's it's not survivor's guilt. It's you feel like you missed something. You feel like you could have done more. You can't, but you feel that way. That's yeah. That's another kind of guilt. You could should have done better. You should have done more. You should have seen it coming. You can't. And you can't. You can't shoot yourself. But yeah, you always blame yourself. For, well, if if you're a responsible person, you blame yourself. Everyone else blames someone else. Let's I be like you. everyone else. Blame me. <laughs> everyone blames me. It's easier. That's Just why blame we have Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that. That was Wolfie. Yeah. I blame myself for having people blame myself. No, but that's what it is. You Wolfie, know. anybody with the courage to wear two socks. Yeah. Different uh, colored socks. Different, different colors. Socks. I, I, think, I think the people from Biafra were sending them <laughs> socks. That's where I think those socks came where, from. What happened to the Crocs? He doesn't oh. have his Crocs oh, on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wanted to trade up. you got to remember, when I first showed back up to play hockey, I had the long hair and the beard, like in the late 60s. I had to fight the Zamboni operator. I had to fight the referees. I had to fight the other team, the concession people. I had to fight everybody. And then you dress in the locker room, you see those socks. It starts all over again. <laughs> you're you're, you're, uh, you're, you're uh, a piece of work there, uh Mr. Wolfman, but uh, you know, glad to glad to have you around. But uh, Chuck, unfortunately, it's getting to be that time of night. The the time goes flying by, and especially tonight, we need that number, brother. To all the veterans out there, 
Active duty, reservist. If you wore the uniform, this is for you. If you're having a hard time, you just need to talk to somebody, especially on what's going on right now after Afghanistan. Here's the number. Call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press 1. Talk to somebody. Don't text them. Don't shoot them an email. Call them. Get another voice. And just relax and talk to them. Let them know what you're going through. You earned this help. You wore the uniform. Get it. Use it. You earned it. You deserve it. Again, call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. You, you just say it all so well, Chuck. And, and now in these times more than ever, we, uh, we, we, we just hope you all have your strength to uh, make that phone call and, and reach out and, and find out that there's a whole lot of people to really support you, uh, all you vets out there. It's, uh, uh, we're going to welcome uh, these returning home vets from uh, Afghanistan, those brave men and women. And uh, just we'll salute them. And uh, like the soldiers you are, I'm sure the mission will continue. Our mission next week will continue with a very, very uh, successful business person, very friendly to the veterans cause. We're going to be uh, lucky enough to have Mr. Paul Sullivan uh, uh, from Sullivan Tire on talking about uh, uh, the place he has in his heart for veterans and the type of careers that uh, Sullivan Tire has to offer. So with that, we'll say good night. Jen, thanks for coming in tonight. Thanks for having we me. We appreciate it. Uh, Chuck, as always, Wolfie and uh, Kenny, good job over there tonight. Thanks for keeping us going. And uh, oh, just uh, keep your prayers open, folks, and uh, hopefully uh, uh, we'll start to heal a little bit. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're going to be replaying Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Same time, same bad channel, folks. But go Pats! Go Pats! We best get home. Take care, everybody. He freed a lot of people, but it seemed good they die young. You know, I just looked around.